Hi everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Paratalk. This week, I am joined by Dylan. Now, he is the host of a podcast, which I've been listening to uh, quite a lot of recently. Paranormal Thoughts Podcast. You've most probably heard of it. Um, We're going to talk about a whole manner of things, from ghosts, UFOs, alien abductions. So, without further ado, let me bring Dylan in, and we're going to find out a little bit more about what he does with his podcast. Hi, Dylan. Hey, Reeves. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. You doing all right? Yeah, doing well. Good, good, good. So before we um, run ahead and start getting into all the the crazy stuff, which is the paranormal, um, you know, you've got a podcast yourself. I have always been, I mean, like I'm a musician and I do audio production and so on. So I've always kind of had the equipment, uh, I guess, that I could produce a podcast. But um, it's so that was kind of one part of it. But it was literally I got home really early one morning after I was um, doing some work and so on. And then I, at that time, had been listening to a lot of paranormal podcasts and I guess just really reflecting on my thoughts and opinions on it all. And uh, so this early early this one morning, I kind of sat down and um, recorded maybe like a 20-minute, it was almost like a audio journal kind of entry. It's kind of how I was treating it. I mean, you, you listen back to it and it kind of does sound like I was doing a podcast, but at that time I wasn't really sure. I didn't really, I wasn't going into it being like, I'm going to start this. This is going to be a thing. Uh, but yeah, I recorded for about 20 minutes just on some of my thoughts at that sort of time. And then I literally um, uploaded it online and I titled it Paranormal Thoughts because that's literally what that 20 minutes was about was my thoughts on the paranormal chucked the word podcast on the end and it's kind of just been um the last almost seven years now of my life um i started at the age of 20 so literally my entire 20s have been uh, on the internet talking about the paranormal which is um yeah pretty surreal i didn't really think it would go the way it kind of has in that amount of time but yeah it was very i mean it was it was quite organic and then you know once people kind of started to listen i was like okay there's maybe something to this um and i just yeah haven't really looked back since since that time time flies doesn't it i mean it does i've been doing this what 12 years something like that and it's like when you look back you think wow it just it gets i mean even in general just time just goes and the older you get i mean i'm what i'm middle-aged now so it's like you look back and you think wow 10 years ago or five years ago or whatever and it's like you think of all those things you've, you're doing and stuff, and it's like, wow, it's just, it's just, it's just, a, it's just your head in sometimes, doesn't it? So you've you've got this podcast, and I, I mean, I've listened to a lot of episodes, and you kind of cover a lot of topics. It's was that kind of, uh, you know, your idea when you started out? You want to do every little bit of everything, or is it kind of organically grown that way over time? I think I just wanted to talk about things that interest me and uh i guess a lot of the early episodes were topics that i had some knowledge about at that time so i could really speak to that um to those you know certain topics and so on but um then over time i kind of branched out and started really i was like you know okay say something like even like the mothman for one you know i was like oh yeah i'm familiar with uh the concept of it but then and I was like, well, I'll do an episode and then, you know, kind of went into the whole sort of backstory. So a lot of it is kind of 
investigating and doing research and then being able to share that with people online. So a lot of the episodes have been about things that I didn't really know too much about other than maybe a name or something kind of along those lines. And then, yeah, just doing the research and trying to approach things maybe a little bit differently to some some of the other ways that people go about it. But um, yeah, it was really, I guess the, the whole sort of foundation was for me to get more understanding around these topics. Like probably, you know, I would have probably done that research even without the podcast in a sense, you know, at times. So I guess the podcast is kind of like an organic um, medium as well in the sense of, I mean, I was already interested in this stuff. So I'm more than happy to share what I've sort of found and, you know, hopefully maybe educate or entertain anyone who wants to listen. Did you, um, when you were growing up, when you was like a little, not a little boy, but a, a young man, uh, did you have an interest in like, like the paranormal or science fiction or whatever that kind of you know kindled that sort of interest yeah i think for as long as i can remember there's been a weird interest in the the sort of the spooky and the scary i mean i was literally just talking to my wife um about this i think yesterday she showed me a video of like a six-year-old getting her face painted and she wanted to be um pennywise from it and I said to my wife, I was like, I literally did that same sort of like that same sort of thing when I was a kid where, you know, you get your face painted. I wanted to be like a vampire, or like a skeleton. You know, I didn't want to be Spider-Man or whatever. Like, so even thinking back that far, uh, I've always had this interest. And then I guess, yeah, as I kind of got a little older, um, the interest kind of became maybe more of an obsession and I guess trying to find answers with a lot of it, you know, I guess it all kind of started out with um, probably more of your hauntings and so on. And I've always had this weird attraction to um, aliens and kind of the abduction phenomena. Like I got into that really young, which is kind of unusual, but I feel like now even reflecting on that um, all these years later, I feel like it may have actually been for, a reason unbeknownst to me at that time, but I feel like uh, there's been some really weird things surrounding that kind of topic for me um, kind of since starting this podcast. So, yeah, it's hard to really say where it all kind of stemmed from, but it's all uh, all encompassing and, yeah, it definitely started at a young age. Um, so, yeah, it's weird to think that, uh, that that kind of strange kid with all these weird interests where, you know, people and people at that sort of time were really nowhere near as open as you know, it's kind of cool to, you know, enjoy UFOs and so on now, but like, you know, 20 odd years ago, uh, still very different. You know, you, people would think like, oh, you don't actually believe that, do you? And well, that's, that's really weird kind of thing, you know? So yeah, very different kind of landscape to, uh, how, how we've sort of adapted and it appears that people have more of an open stance, still like a long way to go, don't get me wrong, but I feel like some of these sort of topics are a little more, you know, a little more, a little less niche and a little more accessible to like a wider group of people. Mm, yeah, I think um, if you look back to, I don't know, the, when I grew up, when I when I was a wee lad back in the nineteen seventies, uh, you had a lot of uh, UFO shows, ghost shows on the telly. Uh, they were more like mini documentaries. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't like the explosion that we had in like the nineties and the two thousands of like, yeah, your most haunted and 40 and times and all that stuff. 
when it became TV shows. But back then, in the early days of, you know, documentaries and stuff, you, it was more of a, a show that was on the telly for half an hour. And it was about a guy that was maybe in walking, going around investigating different places or interviewing different people. And the people would be like just your average person, a housewife who would basically be interviewed and said, well, I, you know, I was cooking dinner and uh, little, little Timmy come up to me and said, oh, there's a, there's an alien man at the road and he, he, he wanted to take me in his spaceship. And, you know, back then somebody would tell a story like that and they'd be a laughing stock because you know, oh, clearly they're just, you know, they're just doing it for attention. But that could have really happened, you know. But now it's it's completely different. Everyone takes it super seriously and everyone's like, you know, battling with one another. It, it's kind of a, it's kind of flipped over, like, you know, on its head. But so when you were getting a bit older and you got interested in this stuff, did you ever go on any, I mean, when I was a teenager, you know, get your mates, that house up the road is, is haunted, we're going to go investigate. Did you ever do any of that stuff? Yeah, not so much when I was growing up, I suppose. Um, maybe as I was a little older, uh, doing, you know, I'd jump on a paranormal investigation um, with some experts and so on. I've been able to do an investigation for the podcast as well, um, which is pretty interesting. I feel like that was a little different to... Um, maybe a typical kind of paranormal investigation. But I, I mean, the stuff that kind of I experienced at a young age was often, um, there was, we had a few years there where when I was living at home with my parents, um, we had like a bunch of family members die um, kind of consecutively. And it did seem like when someone would pass, there would be activity in the house. Um you know, your typical kind of thing of footsteps when, you know, all of us were downstairs having dinner and then upstairs, you know, you're hearing someone walking around like clear as day. I remember coming home one day and I thought that someone else was home because there was all this kind of ruckus going on upstairs. I must have assumed it was my sister or something and kind of half an hour sort of passed and then like I hadn't kind of seen from her or heard from her and then I kind of went upstairs and I was like, oh, she's not here. You know, it's really strange things of feeling like you weren't actually alone. I remember like even sitting in the lounge room um, and you could see into the kitchen where the dishwasher was and the dishwasher kind of has, you know, that um, that kind of stainless steel kind of reflective, um, you know, look to it. But obviously in the stainless steel, everything's like distorted. But, you know, you'd be sitting there in the lounge room watching TV and constantly you just kind of get these darts of something um moving you know as if there was someone walking by but no one was there i even remember one evening i was sitting on our patio and my back was facing the kitchen and we didn't have any lights on outside so all the light was um bleeding from the kitchen so um my back's facing towards the kitchen i'm facing a wall i'm talking to my mum and then this perfect like silhouette of a shadow um projects onto the wall as if it was, you know, someone behind me in the kitchen, the lights casted over there. And um, I once again assumed it was, you know, my sister or something. Um, and then I was like, where'd she go? You know, like she was just here. And then half an hour later, she comes downstairs. I was like, were you 
here before? You know, did you walk into the kitchen? She's like, no, I haven't been downstairs in hours. Um, so a lot of weird things kind of like that, like never anything sinister or, you know, it was, it's always those like little glimpses where you're like, oh, that was, it was weird, but was it, was it actually, you know, paranormal? But I think when you kind of add it all up over all those sort of years and sort of times, I'm like, well, I think there was definitely something unusual going on there. Um, so it was definitely a, a great kind of introduction, I think. Um, where I was able to witness some sort of, you know, unusual events um, that I guess really spiked my interest. It's interesting that you um, you mentioned about the hearing uh, movement in your home after family members had passed away. Uh, I had a similar experience with my after my mother passed. She died at home in her sleep, and maybe about three or four days after she'd you know they you know, took obviously took her away and stuff and all those things her room wasn't uh it, it wasn't we hadn't done anything to the room and um i i was at home at the time because obviously my dad was quite distraught obviously and uh i was staying in the spare room which was adjacent connected by a dividing drywall to the room that she was in uh, because my dad had a, a back problem, so he needed a special, like a really uh, special mattress because of his back. So my mum had her own room because she couldn't sleep in not on that bed. It was just too uncomfortable. So she had these fitted wardrobes in her room. And she, every night when she would go to bed, you'd hear the slats of the doors opening and closing where she was putting stuff away or getting bedding out or whatever. And about three or four days after, I was up back at home because I had to be there for my dad because he was all over the shop. And um, I woke up about... I'd been snoozing on, on, on the bed. I was in the spare room. And I woke up because I could clearly hear about half 11 at night the slats in the room next door where my mum's bedroom the the slats of the doors opening and closing and for a moment i thought to myself what the hell's my dad doing if this time he, you know he, he, sh he should be in bed i'd been made sure he'd gone to bed he went to bed at like nine o'clock and i called i called out for him and i didn't get no response and i opened my door and the whole landing and that was in darkness and the room my mum's room was in darkness but the door was ajar and I walked out onto the landing and I slowly pushed her door open, think, expecting to see a silhouette of my dad in the room, you know, thinking he's, you know, whatever. And uh, there's no one in there. There's absolutely no one in there. And, and I went back into my room and sat on my bed thinking, what on earth was, was that? Did I dream it? Anyway, a few nights later, the same thing happened again, the same week, at the end of the week. I had the same, and this time I was wide awake. I was sat in my room watching TV. Um, I think I was watching TV or playing my Xbox or whatever. And um, I could hear these slat things kind of go up and like the doors were opening and closing. And I'm like, 
I just got up then and I thought I got to find out what it is and I got up I opened my door I walked straight onto the landing pushed my mum's door open nothing just darkness and I went back in and I didn't I didn't investigate after every time I heard it after that which was a couple of times I didn't I didn't go in I just left it I thought nah nah I'm just gonna just gonna leave that (laughs) just gonna carry on playing my game but yeah, so I know where you're coming from with that when you yeah have that stuff. I I experienced that and it was a bit weird. That was just a bit unsettling as well, but not 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 in a way that um it wasn't well. It was a little bit frightening, but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't as much frightening. It was more like what what is that? What what's making that noise? Never no, I never did find out. So yeah, um that was a bit that was a bit odd. But anyway, quickly moving on, I just want to move on a little bit because i want i've got lots of questions here and i need to i need to get through as many as i can so i've got loads of questions to ask you um so when you're growing up you you you, you know you had a few experiences and uh you know you're getting into the sort of paranormal maybe questioning reality a little bit uh and all that stuff and of course we know where that gets later on in life because it gets you to your your podcast but when you when you're getting older and you're having these experiences did you start to think about what could possibly be causing them? I mean, we we think of ghosts and we think of haunted houses and all that stuff. But did you start to question what possibly is a haunted house or what is a ghost or what it might be? Did you did you, did you start to form any sort of you know any opinions on that stuff? I guess nothing that's outside of the typical kind of answer that people give, where you know it's. These spirits are sort of, you know, I guess there's different types of hauntings, but maybe from my point of view where, say, someone has passed and then you suddenly have this uh, all this activity happening, then it's very easy to draw a conclusion that, well, maybe, you know, that is some part of that person uh, left here for whatever reason, you know. And I guess it's always like the unfinished business kind of thing and so on. But I think... Um, what I eventually came to the realization of is I think energy, you know, can't be destroyed, right? It can, you know, be transferred. So I think when we do eventually pass, um, and I mean, I'm not religious by any means, you know, that's not, that's not really my thing. Um, but I, I, the because obviously the afterlife and everything then sort of plays into this and, you know, even like reincarnation and all these kinds of topics but I, I sort of approach it not from a religious sort of stance but um i i do think that you know this is sort of a moment in time and then when you do pass that sort of you know i guess a soul is um what we typically know it as um you know goes on to to learn more and to potentially you know come maybe back uh to do your time again or you know go to a, a different dimension or what kind of have you it just seems like that from my understanding of it kind of seems like the the cycle and the process and it does seem like when you're in that that state of that sort of you know you're not currently in a physical form you can come back to uh you know to visit those who um 
you know, who you may have known in that life and so on. So I think that's that sort of answers the thing of like, well, why isn't something maybe always haunted as well? You know what I mean? Because it's, it's, I think it's a bit more complicated. Um, unless you're talking maybe more of like a residual haunting where these spirits may, may not even know that they're dead and they kind of just, you know, it's like a loop. They're stuck on that loop. They're doing the same thing every now and again compared to more of the, you know, intelligent kind of haunting where you might actually have these interactions. I do think that that could actually be something that, you know, they have the option to, to re, you know, to be there to interact or to not, you know, maybe they're, I think that kind of explains why something could be extremely haunted one evening, go back the next and nothing. You know, I think it's it's not as simple as this place is haunted. That means it's haunted forever. <laughs> you know, I think it's, I think, um, I know, the, and I know these sort of concepts do sound a, bit, a little bit strange, but just from speaking with people and I guess my own experiences, it does seem like the afterlife is is quite complex. And once you have sort of died, it does seem like you can have these interactions. Um, in a number of different ways, um, sort of, you know, with these people who you once knew. Um, so I guess that's sort of the conclusion I eventually came to with hauntings, um, which I guess all sort of stemmed from that time up until now. I mean, I'm still trying to figure it out, of course. And, you know, you always will come across something where you're like, oh, what, what exactly is that? How does that sort of fit into all of this? But I, I think that's where I'm sort of comfortably sitting with it all at the moment is that, you know, when you do pass, it does seem like you do go to this other side. I don't necessarily think it's like a heaven or a hell. It kind of seems like a, almost like a a holding room, like a waiting room until you maybe actively choose or maybe, you know, it's actually out of your hands. You know, if you are actually then going to go on to something else, like, you know, being reborn or potentially you know maybe you might even go to another dimension and actually become an extraterrestrial or what we understand to be an extraterrestrial you know there's there's definitely reports of that um with people with past lives saying you know they were once a gray alien or something kind of along those lines you know i think all these um topics definitely cross over too um you know i don't think it's just hauntings you know ufo abductions cryptids you know it does seem like the whole sort of paranormal has massive crossover um so yeah that's kind of where um i'm sitting with the whole kind of haunting thing at this point of time yeah i i i've had this question um i'm say i've haven't debated this question but i've had i've talked about this this thought process to lots of people and i come to a, a similar conclusion but my my opinion is that if we do, when we expire, and our consciousness, our self, whatever you want to call it, goes on, stays, uh, because, you know, energy and all that, maybe that what we enter is a form of dreamscape, and that we are, uh, think of it when you're having a dream and, and anything is possible, you can fly, you can create... Uh, you can create things, you can create environments, uh, you can be in the cottage on the hill or whatever. Your mind is creating all that for you in a dream. Although it's all a bit wacky and stuff, uh, you're creating it. And I'm possibly, this is just an opinion, 
possibly that when you pass over, that the environment that you go into is an environment that is created from your from your thoughts, from what you want it to be. Uh, it, you know, everyone's place is different, but the only difference is that uh, other people that have passed over are able to interact with you, so they can come into your space and you can go into their space, but in a, in a non-direct way, you're all connected. A little bit like um. You know, a little bit like the the theory of us now when, for example, you're sat at home and then you think of someone and then all of a sudden the phone rings and it's that person that you were thinking about. So in some way you've had foreknowledge, possibly, that that event that just happened, the person ringing you and you pick the phone up and it's, I don't know, it's Jack or whatever. Uh that person has in some way given you uh, a message or possibly that we're all connected to some sort of uh, cloud in, in the ether where all of these events are happening and that we're able to tap into those things and have foreknowledge of an event that is going to happen, you know, and it happens uh, just as you think or just after you've thought of it. So yeah, with the with the paranormal and and afterlife, there's there's a lots of different theories, there's lots of different thoughts on what may or may not happen. Um, as I say, we we none of us are going to know until the day we pop our clogs anyway. So you know, we, we, it, it's all speculation up to then. But there are people that have obviously on the record have part have died on the operating table or have been in an accident and they've had an out-of-body experience and they've seen themselves from a high and they've even said look you know i was i was clinically dead and i can tell you what the doctors were saying i can tell you the conversation they were having um and what's happening there how is that able to you know what what's the process happening there if this person is on the on the slab and they're completely dead as as you know as the machines tell them what what is where are they what what is how are they able to know what's going on so there's definitely something going on there's definitely something happening a little bit like the um a little bit like the poltergeist phenomenon where you have mainly not always but mainly younger children or a newborn baby um in the home and you have stuff happening and it only it escalates and it happens for like a year or so and then it just suddenly suddenly stops it dissipates and it can be little stuff like something knocking and tapping or things disappearing and appearing or um or it could be really bad stuff like you know furniture moving around and all that really crazy stuff or it could be voices you know um something more you know violent where people are actually getting punched and uh, bitten and and pinched and all that stuff so the way i'm thinking of it is that maybe that there's something in us in our mind or whatever that we have the ability to to project uh, that we don't have any control over that we've lost the ability to control it it's just there and it happens but when we get to a certain age where we become uh, I don't want to use the well. I'm going to use the word for the sake of it. Indoctrinated into society, 
that we lose it. It goes away, you know, because we've become, we've got all this, the, the woes of society on our shoulders. We've got to pay bills and go to work and do all those things that we don't really want to do. And we, and we, we become a little bit apathetic and like, oh, you know, and, and it goes, it, you just lose it. Uh, so I, maybe, maybe, maybe that is him. I don't know. But, you know, I do find the whole haunted house ghosts and all that it's fast it's a fascinating topic and there is definitely something going on because people through the ages have experienced stuff and people still are experiencing stuff but whether what they what they are experiencing i don't know i mean i don't think we're going to have the answers i mean i know of people who have done investigations and have seen stuff and even today they can't explain what what they experienced i mean for example um rob rob kirkup from how haunted podcast he has done a lot of investigations and he did one in a castle i can't remember which castle it was but anyway they were getting a, a guided tour around this castle and they asked one of the people is there any ghosts in the place and the guy turned around the tour and said yeah yeah there's there's actually a small boy that is in this area and if you, he's always here. And if you ask him to show yourself, show himself, he will. And they're obviously, you know, they're loving that. And they ask for this young boy who lived many hundreds of years ago or whatever to show himself. And there's these long curtains in this hall where they were stood. And they clearly saw the impression of two small hands pushing out the curtain from behind. And they thought it was actually a child behind these long curtains in this castle, you know, doing some sort of prank. And they've, of course, the, the curtain went out and then it moved back slowly against the wall. And of course, they moved the curtain back. There's nothing there. So what was that? What, what, was, what, what, were they, what was they interacting with? It's just bizarre, absolutely bizarre, but amazing at the same time. So. Moving on a little bit from ghosts and uh, haunted houses and stuff, I was going to ask you, um, just on the other side of the coin, because they kind of go together in a, in a kind of a, a weird way, what's your take on the whole uh, UFO uh, alien phenomenon? Where, 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 do you, where do you sort of fit in with your mindset with that? Yeah, I mean, it's that's something I'm probably questioning uh, weekly, if not even daily. And I guess, like with paranormal thoughts, there's a lot of emphasis on that particular end of the paranormal. Um, I think that's because it's sort of my the thing I'm probably most interested in, um, and it just seems to be what the audience also really resonates with. Um, it's 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 a really interesting topic because it's so it's so loaded and there's so many different experiences. A lot of you know similarities, of course, um, that maybe fit more of a typical you know experience that someone might have. But there's so many interesting little differences, and it, it's it's a very hard thing to get a grasp on. It's like as soon as you think you may have an answer to some of it, you'll read or come across something else, and you're like, what? Well, how does this? even fit into any of this you know um it's i think for me there's definitely something going on and i don't necessarily think that every experience is potentially you know 
a maybe stereotypical abduction. You know, it's it's even the thing of are UFOs even related? The only reason why we might think they are is because some people witness them right before an abduction or, you know, maybe on either end of the sort of beginning or the, you know, the actual end of the abduction. Um, but there's also, and you know, I've spoken to many people who have never seen a UFO and have, you know, they'll claim to be abducted by um, ETs, you know. So even the whole UFO thing is kind of its own issue um, as well. So I guess the thing that I spend a lot of time on is the actual um, like fourth kind kind of encounter where people are coming into contact with these beings and having, you know, a number of different kinds of experiences. Um, obviously, a lot of the time people seem to be taken, uh, you know, maybe in the middle of the night when they're in a sleep kind of stance, um, taken somewhere. You know, often a lot of the time it's assumed that maybe onto some sort of craft, but as I said, a lot of people don't even see crafts, so we're kind of maybe making conclusions some of the time, but, you know, hard to say. Um, and having, you know, experiments done or maybe shown um, images or videos or even having, you know, conversations with these beings. And a lot of the time it does seem like this phenomena happens to people kind of throughout their entire life uh it's very it's really interesting to speak with someone who maybe thinks they only have sort of one encounter but that you can kind of uncover other phenomena that is very related to you know the whole abduction experience which they may not even be aware of um so i guess in my time th i think the worrying thing for me with this phenomena is it's actually happening a lot from my understanding, you know, the amount of people who contact me with their own experiences. Um, and, you know, once again, some are positive, some are more negative. It really depends. The, the negative ones are obviously quite the um, unsettling and, you know, upsetting um, people to hear from because, you know, this is something that they don't want happening to them. And, you know, they don't really know who to turn to. There's no real... In, in your sort of everyday life, that is not really, you know, someone you, you can typically turn to, you know, like a lot of these people, these experiences can literally be like a form of abuse for them, you know, and they can't go to their like employer and say, I need a week off just because I've, these experiences have really ramped up and, you know, I need some time to mentally and physically recover, you know, that there's no sort of support for anything like that, um, which is, yeah, really, it's upsetting. Um, but then, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, people who believe that they've, you know, signed on for these abductions, maybe in a past life, or, you know, it's hard to sort of say a lot of people, you know, have really different opinions on that. Um, and, you know, from these experiences, they have actually kind of bettered um, themselves, you know, people have had the idea that the beings have maybe um, helped them with, with an illness or have kind of given them some sort of maybe like sixth sense in a sense, you know, like people who um, there's, there's a lot of different um, reports from people, but often a lot of the time it seems like they people seem to have these experiences and maybe have a sense of um, they have a mission in a sense, you know, they, they kind of believe they've been taken for a reason and, they maybe are supposed to share the word of, you know, it seems like a lot of the time these beings want 
to better our existence. You know, people kind of get the sense of, you know, um, we need to find renewable energies and, you know, stop killing the planet. Uh, I just spoke to a woman recently who believes that the beings who have been taking her no longer have a world of their own to live on and they've kind of now just, you know, travelling through the galaxy, I suppose, um, kind of looking for somewhere to set their roots again, you know, something that is inhabitable for them. And, you know, these beings told her that, um, you know, we should consider ourselves extremely lucky that um, we do have this earth to live on, you know, and like the way we're treating it, they just, as as you could imagine, anyone would, you know, think it's just barbaric in a sense, what we, what we do just on the daily. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's so wide. Um, and I think this is the issue with maybe skeptics or just non-believers is they can't wrap their head around the idea that this, this phenomena is so, it's, it's just so immense. And, um, people want, you know, people just want, the easiest answer you know they want to be able to like see the evidence hold the evidence you know and my whole thing is just like you know whatever this phenomenon is it's far more advanced than us far more intelligent they could be doing whatever they want right under our noses which you know i believe is what is going on without anyone ever actually getting that full glimpse of um you know any actual evidence you know why would they leave any you know any sort of form of solid proof, you know, to actually expose themselves. Um, and yes, you could then say, well, that's just my answer to kind of say, to explain away why there's no evidence. But I mean, there's tons of evidence, like even just the firsthand accounts, people who, you know, could lose everything from coming forward and speaking about these issues, you know. Um, I don't think you can belittle that, you know, like, if someone is claiming to, you know, be taken in the middle of the night, or even, you know, sometimes in the middle of the day, I've spoken to someone who was driving their car and they can't account for three hours and they had driven somewhere they've never been before and they'd ordered, like, McDonald's that they would never have eaten, <laughs> you know, and they're like, how did this all happen? Where have I been the last three hours? You know what I mean? Like, people, that's uh, that's not someone making that up, you know what I mean? It's It's... It's very, it's very real for, especially for these people, you know. And whether or not, as I mentioned, all of these experiences are actually a typical alien abduction, it's hard to say. But there's something going on, and the fact that you know they're seeing these beings or having strange marks left on their body that represent, you know, a typical kind of abduction. I mean, that's, it's strange, and I don't think um, you can easily discredit it just because, I don't know, there's not evidence that. Uh, you know, someone who's skeptical needs in order to actually believe them. You know, I think their their accounts are extremely credible a lot of the time. So I think there's some amazing evidence just right there, depending on who you're speaking with, you know. Do you think uh, that, uh, let's, just, let's just say that uh, the aliens are real and that they're, you know, uh, they're, they're as real as we are, okay, uh, do you uh, do you think that they come from another place and they visit this planet um, because they have some invested interest in it, or and this is what I'm more likely to start to think uh, that they've always been 
on this planet and they've always been here and uh, we are the uh we we live on its surface uh but they don't bother us in the sense of they haven't eradicated us because we don't pose a threat to them not directly so and they are so advanced that they see us as ants you know we are not we are not enough we don't need to have an, they don't need to give us any thought but the problem is uh, we are becoming a problem because we're becoming messy we're messing things up you know we're very we've got all these wars going on these all these conflicts and now maybe they're thinking okay we have to do something because these people are getting a little bit out of hand and maybe that a lot of people that are experiencing the phenomenon are experience it because they're they're trying to make more people aware of of uh, how they are but they don't actually speak the lingo look for example i get on a boat and i go into the deepest darkest jungle okay where there's a tribe that haven't had any contact with anyone forever they just live in their own little tribe they've got their own beliefs they look up at the stars and they think that they're maybe they're they're dead relatives i don't know maybe they've got their own religion and all that right and there's me in my shorts and my t-shirt just got off my boat and i go into the jungle and I want to I wanna introduce myself to them. And I can't understand why they're throwing spears at me. They think I'm a devil. They think I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm a weird white bloke. You know, they, they, they've never seen me before. So I can understand that I'm, I am immediately a threat to them. Because they've never experienced me before. Maybe we're like the people that live in the jungle as a tribe who want to be left alone maybe that's us when it comes to the ufo phenomenon that we aren't able to perceive what these whatever they are want or what they're what they're doing because we can't logically we can't think that our iq doesn't get that big you know we just can't understand you know we're not at the top of our game when it comes to stuff like that and we're we're still you know we're still like in the stone age when it comes to that and i think that they're not really worried because they're so far if they are if it is a real thing they're so far advanced that they don't care what we think because we're not we're not we're not part of a we're not part of their their plan then we're not part of their their uh, their mission or whatever you want to call it we're just we're just like you know we're just things that live on the surface maybe maybe we could look at it from that point of view or or we could look at it from another point of view where we are a product of them their experiment we are a the earth is a giant petri dish and we are part of their experiment and we're, we're being monitored and that's why people get abducted because they need to check certain things maybe we're being uh as a as a as a species we're being terraformed so that the one day they can they they can make some hybrid that where they can take over and it you know in a in ten thousand years that we won't be around because they would have taken over and we would have been replaced i don't know it just 
there's so many possibilities because for example if you go back to let's go back to the 1950s when people started to see i mean it goes back further than that i mean people have seen things in the sky you know in roman times 2000 years ago but let's just go in recent times of like the 50s where it started to get into pop culture and people go oh, i saw this this alien man he was a he was a great big he had a big space helmet on he he, he had these big claw hands and and then you look in pop culture look at the films look at what was on at the cinema that kind of stuff then you move on to like the 70s and you had all these kind of weird people uh giving experiences of like these weird kind of uh praying mantis kind of things um and and stuff like that and you look at the what was what was prevalent in the in the 70s we had a lot of spree movie sci-fi doctor who that kind of stuff where that kind of stuff was in you know that was the monsters back then so people were seeing that and then of course the 80s you had uh the greys started to come around and you had whitley streber um and you had uh you know communion and his stuff that happened in, the, in his cabin and other people like travis walton a um, little bit later on that was that had an experience and everybody's going you know it's a gray had big eyes and now we're kind of get moving on a little bit where people are seeing these kind of beings that seem to be like even like to the point where these crafts seem to be translucent they they seem to be organic so are we uh, is the phenomenon showing us what it thinks it it wants to show us what we can perceive as you know uh, maybe it's so amazing that we can't perceive it in its real true form so it has to show us something that we can understand for example when the when the explorers in their big galleon ships went away and met new tribes back in the olden days when we started sailing around the world some of the people that would come up uh, to the shore and meet the, the the crews in their boats were they would say well you know they wouldn't you know they would kind of understand how you go and we try and show them the ships in the in the harbor and they couldn't see the ships because they'd never seen a ship before so their brains couldn't process what they were looking at so they were blind to it. It was only when they put them on the boats and rowed them out there that as soon as they got near the ships, they saw this great big ship appear. You know, it's like, that. maybe that's us. Maybe that's us with the UFO phenomenon. I don't know. I think it's such a, it's such a huge... I mean, okay, they could be coming from different planets. They could be interdimensional. They could have all be, already been here. It's, this might be... This might be... Uh, alien planet they might have always been here for millions of years hundreds of thousands of years i don't know but maybe we popped up maybe they're like oh no they've they, they're out of trees now they, they they're walking around they're gonna they're gonna evolve these things and they're gonna be like people and what can we do with them oh maybe we can experiment on them maybe we can cultivate them like a like a flower maybe we can create something lovely oh no they've created an atom bomb oh it's all gone it's all gone it's all gone peak tom well, that's well, that's exactly it, isn't it? I think there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. But, I mean, all you have to do is kind of look through history, you know, like in the 50s and like the 40s even, you know, there's a lot of sightings and it's kind of when this really kicked off a lot. But, you know, you look at that time when, uh, you know, like 
nuclear weapons and you know the uh, the atomic bomb and so on sort of you know entered entered our lives and you know even the thing of the technology like the, the massive amounts of uh progress in such a short amount of time you know and obviously that's just continued since then um it's pretty phenomenal that it all kind of weirdly lines up as well with these um with these beings being witnessed a lot more um but yeah that's the thing that like, could they have always been here very very much so um you know the ancient alien theory of course and you know once again maybe we are just ants to them and i my thing's always if if we were in their sort of position i think we would be doing the exact same thing where it's like you you watch from afar you don't you know if if we are just ants like they're not, they're not just gonna make themselves known and you know it's we're literally like in the zoo <laughs> you know what i mean like it's you know does every animal understand the idea that they're in captivity of course not you know if they're born into it you know they they're witnessing these things but don't actually understand the the reason why they're there or anything you know so i definitely think these a lot of time yeah these things are maybe that's why they're so cold to us as well just because you know we they don't even understand um you know our sort of emotional makeup um my understanding is that they you know they're so far advanced they're past that you know what i mean like they're very practical very literal so like you know when when we're even trying to ask <clears throat> some of the questions that you know we're we're discussing today it's not even a thing for them because you know it's all just so everything we're trying to you know it's like why why this why that and for them it's just like well there's no why it's because you know we're doing this for a purpose and that's that's all it is you know that's i've spoken to people who believe that the interactions they have with the, these beings literally that's that's their job you know what i mean that is their purpose is to be doing these abductions and they're they're sort of a part of a greater good um almost like a colony in a sense of you know maybe bees or something where they all are sort of working together for this um for this sort of project or what kind of have you you know but um yeah i don't know but, but at the same time not everyone has those sort of ex experiences where you know um they are sort of just taken and don't really get any answers i've spoken to many people who believe that they're able to get answers um either from you know an actual memory talking to these beings or you know through hypnosis or even meditation you know to actually receive some answers and that's kind of i feel like a lot of the a lot of the phenomena we know about now is from those people um being able to give us those answers but yeah it's 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 a very difficult one and um it's it's hard to maybe try to convince people as well you can't have to just not you know not just believe in it but i think there's a reason why i think some of us who maybe are a bit more open to it as well and can kind of make a lot more sense of it as well that like you do have to be quite open-minded but in the same time i'm I'm extremely skeptical you know i come across people and certain accounts and you know you get that you get that sense of well, i don't know what it is that you're witnessing or experiencing but i'm like oh maybe there's maybe there's another underlying issue you know what i mean and of course there's always going to be those sorts of people but i mean i i don't think people necessarily realize that like this is happening to millions of people and i don't think there's all these millions of people experiencing this exact same thing and have what some underlying medical condition that we're you know not aware of you know it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me i do think that there are people out there having these these experiences you know and I don't know. It's, it's the more I, the more time I spend on it, um, 
it's a constant battle for me because I think I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm completely 100% on board with this. But then, you know, it's very easy. You, you kind of catch yourself being like, do I actually believe in this? You know what I mean? Because it sounds, it sounds just insane. But then, you know, from, even just from my own experiences, I'm like, well, I can't deny um, this phenomena because I feel like I'm somehow a part of it even just with doing the podcast and so on, but also, you know, speaking with everyday experiences, you know, not people who are authors or researchers or, you know, who have you, you know, they're not trying to push in a, in a certain agenda by any means. They're just people who are like, hey, I'm a, I'm a nurse and this happens to me, you know what I mean? Or, you know, I'm a, I'm a builder or what kind of have, you know, there's people from every day sort of walks of life who, you know, are having this, extreme uh these extreme accounts and you know who am i to disprove any of that you know by just not believing them because you know all you have to do is all you have to do is have a conversation around this stuff and you get a you get a sense very quickly for those who have actually experienced something in comparison maybe someone who is trying to send you astray with either lying or maybe actually having um maybe some sort of mental illness um, going on as well, you know. All you have to do is speak with someone, and I think our human instinct is pretty good at picking up, um, you know, that sort of bull meter with a lot of that stuff. What do you, um, uh, moving on slightly as we're getting to the end of this episode, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on staying on the UFO topic and you know uh, aliens and stuff. What what's your thoughts on the the Congress hearings um, and the witnesses that have spoken about you know certain things where do you think where do you think that's is that going to go anywhere or are they because i get the impression right now that there's there are people in the background that want to shut this down as quickly as possible yeah it's it's an interesting one because i mean it's it's a, it's a very exciting time and over the last five or six years i mean there's been a lot of things kind of being set up in order for all of this to kind of get to where it's at and i hope that it's all legitimate and it's actually going to you know kind of ruffle some feathers and actually you know bring more of this information to light you know because i feel like this is kind of the thing that has to happen in order for people to really get on board right but then on the other hand all of this starts to happen and then people go oh i believed in ufos until the government told me they were real and i'm like what do you what do you want then because i feel like anyway people are just gonna be like nah, it's all it's all fake and you know it's all a conspiracy they're trying to you know <laughs> you know they're distracting you with this and everyone's always got a way to sort of deflect from it and now with like, like ai and so on i mean i don't really know i think i feel like the time's passed now in order for complete disclosure because you're not really going to be able to believe anything that you read or witness you know what i mean unless you're physically there in a sense, you know, I feel like there's so much um, in form of like, you know, just people literally, yeah, like trying to send you astray and now, with, yeah, AI and everything. I don't really know how we're ever going to know if something is legitimate anymore. Um, but yeah, I feel like maybe the time for actual honest disclosure is kind of passed in that sense. And it's still that thing of, I just don't know what people want or expect from a lot of this stuff. Like, it's so it's so complex and you you know it probably is a reason why 
a lot of it has been secretive for, you know, like I just reflect back on the pandemic, how, you know, society for a minute, there kind of completely broke down just because, you know, you couldn't like leave your house and so on. Um, so try to bring this to the entire world of, you know, yeah, there's this phenomena that's happening. Like it would just, you, you could see how like it would just all societies we've sort of know it could potentially just completely collapse, you know, because we saw it happen um, over something else, you know? So I, I don't, I really don't know. I, I hope it's all kind of coming up for the right reason, but my argument from the very get go with disclosure is like, I don't, I don't really subscribe to the whole government involvement kind of thing. I definitely think there's evidence that they do know certain things, maybe even less than what we sort of give them credit for knowing. Um, you know, there's a whole like Eisenhower kind of like selling, like pretty much doing a deal with these beings that, you know, we get technology for them experimenting on us. You know, you could, you can believe that if you so wish. Uh, I think it's maybe, I mean, that's, that's a quite a, fantastical kind of you know makes it makes like a great novel or something i think that kind of um that sort of theory but i think it's um i I think it's a lot uh, i think there's a lot more going on than something as simple as um these extremely intelligent beings coming to once again america which is always you know where a lot of these experiences happen and you know they definitely are at the forefront of the alien kind of phenomena these beings coming and going you know we'll speak to your president and cut a deal i'm like there's no way uh that that could ever happen once again we're the ants right most likely like there's <laughs> take us to the leader ant and we'll we'll cut a deal like you know so I, I don't i don't really don't i don't think the government involvement is uh as as important to the at least to the experiencer kind of phenomena because i don't think they really know anything about that. I understand the thing of, you know, this extremely advanced craft being a threat um, because, yeah, of course, like it is it is quite alarming what these, what, you know, what the craft that has been caught on radar and so on and, you know, firsthand sort of experiences, what they've seen, it's, it's unlike anything that man could even probably even be in you know just due to the actual like g-forces and so on um but in saying that like these these things have existed as you said you know go back two thousand years ago there's been lights in the sky and has anything ever come of it you know what i mean like no there's we've never been like annihilated or you know or anything like that so it's 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 an interesting thing that is there is the government involvement or even their worry that big of a deal probably not from my point of view this is all from my point of view of course you know because i'm speaking to people weekly who are having first-hand experiences with these beings and this craft you know what i mean like the government putting out a statement or anything like that it doesn't even feel like it's in the same reality you know what i mean like it just it all could be connected but i don't know it's I think we're just so past the need to hear from them because people aren't going to believe it anyway, you know, because there's a massive sort of, you know, anti-establishment and everything like that. But, yeah, I definitely think there are certain people trying to stamp it out. And, of course, there's always going to be... They'll use media and everything to kind of discredit, like they always have. You know, they always try to dig up certain things on these people. And that's why, you know, people don't want to come forward and talk about it because forever they've they've literally turned us against ourselves you know like once again talking about 
what we're talking about right now, um, a lot of people will think we're nuts for talking about it, you know, because they've literally set up that as a as a reaction. You know, you talk about the little green men kind of thing in these crafts, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's they've sort of done their job in um, able being able to discredit anyone who can come forward. And now that there's actual people who are ex-government, ex-military coming forward and being like, yeah, this is what we've seen, it makes it a lot harder to disprove. But still, I mean, we've known about, I mean, this UFO footage that's been circulating, that, that came out in 2017. And it's only, you know, in 2020 that people are like, oh, hang on, like we have this footage and it's still only now, like people are kind of connecting with it. I'm like, this stuff has existed. And that footage is from 2004. You know what I mean? And like, we've known about it for so long yet it hasn't really changed anything either you know so i don't really know what disclosure is going to achieve or even do you know the attention span now of everyone's so small is it just going to be like another article maybe it's it's interesting for a week and that just goes away i mean i i really don't know it's it's fascinating it's a very interesting time to be involved in this phenomena because yeah, it's getting it's getting pretty weird, and hopefully, uh, as I said, I hope it's all for the right reasons, and it's actually um, everyone's being very truthful. Who is um, sort of on the who, who are sort of the face uh, faces of um, this? But I mean, it's hard to say um, at this point. Mm. Well, I think you've uh, I think I think you've rounded this episode off quite nicely. There, um, I just wanted to add that uh, the the most shocking thing that I saw when they came we came to the hearings was having people with lots of medals and military service um under oath uh so they couldn't you know they risk going to uh, prison if they if they intentionally lied and they told all of these things you know that there was this and that and that there was what they called it um a biological non-human biological something recovered but didn't actually say alien bodies but yeah. they talked of many things and uh from the greater public uh it was kind of like yeah whatever anyway yeah. <laughs> it, it was just it was um, you'd think that something like that is like these people are are risking their whole careers and their uh-huh. whole everything uh putting it on the line to to tell people i've I'm under oath. I can go to prison if I'm lying and I'm risking it uh, because I want to tell what I know. And uh, the the greater public are like, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, Mm. just whatever. Honestly, I I think that day that that hearing um, happened, like the way I was approaching it was like, this is probably one of the greatest things to happen in our lifetime, in a sense, at least the catalyst, you know, like what, what we're witnessing right now could potentially be like the floodgates are about to open. You know what I mean? Like mm. with those certain, like, and we haven't had anything, you know, really said in stone yet. They're still kind of dancing around because, you know, the whole thing of he can't really um, say too yeah, much at this point in yeah. time, which is fine. You know, but once again, it's it's all about, that's kind of the reason for this hearing is to get get the interest in Congress then to be like, okay, well, let's actually dig a bit deeper into this and actually get a hold of, this evidence that you've apparently witnessed, you know, so it's all, it's, a, it's like baby steps still, we're still getting there. But I just remember that evening, um, I went out to dinner and everyone else is, you know, just caught up in their sort of everyday life kind of stuff. And I'm like, said to my wife, I'm like, does anyone here really realize like 
the <laughs> like the substantial uh, event that really took place today in terms of you know potentially getting a little bit closer to actually uncovering the truth about extraterrestrials and you know um uaps and she's like oh not not now <laughs> just like just leave it alone but but it is it was literally like weighing on my mind to be the point of like that's this could be one of the most um significant things to happen for anyone who's interested in this phenomena mm. you know what i mean and it's just kind of like oh it's just more news it just kind of gets lumped in and even just the the amount of mainstream media that wasn't picking up on it i was like this is just insanity like this is you know but once again you know it, it all will sort of be tried to get you know just pushed under the table and silenced um so i don't know it's 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 a very interesting time. That's all I can keep saying to people is I don't really know where it's all going or if it's all happening for the right reason. But you know, we can only hope. I think. Well, yeah, I I hope it doesn't. Um, I hope everyone doesn't get shut down and uh, the, you know the powers that be move in and think, okay, you've had your you've had your little hearings. Now it doesn't go any further than this, and then that's it. It doesn't. It stops uh, because mm. you know we know. I can't. I mean, I you know maybe I'm a little bit harsh towards the the the, the greater general public because you can't blame people that much when the news they consume is basically teaching people how to think. You know, you watch mm. the news every day and you're being told one story. If 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 all you watch is a certain news channel on a certain channel on TV every day, then you're you know you're being told to think by that news channel if you're not going out there and looking at alternative sources and independent uh people doing news gathering then uh you know you've only got one point of view a lot of people don't have the time for that they've got busy lives they've got children they've got jobs and all the other things so they haven't got time to go through all these different news sources so you can't blame them but i do think that work society uh now is is very um you know, people are just very apathetic about stuff, and you know, it's now what's the point? And so what? 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 You know, what, what's it going to benefit me? You know, I think that if disclosure did actually happen in full disclosure, uh, it will either go one way or the other. We like just go, yeah, whatever, and the things will be flying around, and and things will go on like they did before, and nothing will really change, um, or it will be, you know, uh, Bob the alien on the on the White House lawn. And suddenly, maybe he'll be the next messiah, and everybody will be going like, "Can you fix Timmy's bad leg? Because you're an alien and you've got technology." Or someone will try and use that technology to make themselves more powerful. You know, what can we do? I mean, this is where I think it is at the moment that there are a lot of internal fighting going on because the 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 private you know contractors that maybe have have a a little bit of this technology don't want to give it up because it's it's a it's you know something that they've got that makes them a bit more powerful than some than another company but if if their government have its way and these hearings do get more pace and start to do things then that means that by law they're going to have to give up any information they've got they're going to have to give up and i don't think those people the the these corporations that the military complex and they've got a lot of power they've got a lot of push and they've got a lot of money and i think that they can push back against the the congress and the government because a lot of those people that are in congress 
they lobby them and they pay them a lot of money so i think you know it's it's going to be interesting to see the way where it goes you know people are in each other's pockets you know and uh envelopes and stuff money you know it money talks follow the money if you want the answers follow the cash because that'll tell you what you need to know so who knows um it'd be interesting to see where it goes it's been what you know since we've been talking about aliens were well, what in the news and that since 47 and we're still waiting uh for for some i mean that's not to discredit that people are experiencing something they are experiencing something there's plenty of cases out there where multiple people have had these these abduction scenarios and others people have that have had missing time and we haven't even touched that that people go into the into the national forests and disappear just vanish where are they going where are those people yeah, going so I know, that stuff's wild maybe that's that. a, another episode we can we can touch on in another episode of paratalk yeah, maybe definitely. we can go into missing people who go into the forests and national parks and just gone they pop out of existence never yeah. to be found again or when they are found they're found in very strange situations halfway up a tree or somewhere who knows anyway so i think we've come to the end of this episode but what's what's in store for your podcast in in the coming months what have you got planned uh at the moment i've got a i'm doing like a three-part series that i haven't really said to anyone exactly what it is yet but i just put a teaser out um over the week and the first episode is coming out this friday and for the next sort of two Fridays following, there'll be an episode. But it's me um, looking for answers about some of my own experiences. And I'm going pretty deep. Um, and without sort of giving <laughs> too much away, because it's, I don't know, it's, 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 very, it's very new for me, in a sense. Like, I've been very open over the last uh, six years on Paranormal Thoughts, but this is a whole new... Um, this is a whole new uh, sort of. Uh, this is what I mean. Like even talking about it now, like it's it's very strange, and even I'm very I'm just very wary of the whole thing. Like I've been sitting on it for some months now because I sort of needed the courage to upload it. Pretty much, it's 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 some very it's some very weird sort of material. But what I can say is I've been I've sort of seeked out some help to uncover some experiences that I may not remember, if that kind of gives you a little bit of an insight to what's going on. I feel like this is maybe kind of a, a podcast first as well of um, someone, um, yeah, like a host of a podcast actually being like, all right, here is like unedited, uh, very, very raw kind of, uh, a very raw sort of moment. Um, here it is, me sort of experiencing it to sort of try to, uncover answers myself but also to show people that there are options to receive answers which you know you don't really have to be skeptical about or maybe worried that you might have a negative experience from it you know so uh that's kind of what i'm working on at the moment which is going to be coming out which is um yeah it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one i don't really know how people are going to take it but all i can say is I have uncovered some memories that I wasn't aware of 
um, and I can see them now after going through the sort of process of the process um, as clear as day, as if they had happened. And I did not expect to have that happen. Um, and then and now it's a lot of questioning about, okay, have these things actually happened or is this um, something else, you know? It's, once again, you, you, you look for answers and you just keep finding more questions all the time, you know? But that's, that's what I'm sort of doing at the moment. Um, so it's very... It's very different for me. Well, not different, but it's it's me being very honest and open, more than I've ever been. And um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to kind of putting it out and sort of getting on with other things. I think because it's been weighing on my mind a lot the last few months. Well, that sounds uh, like one for a listen. I'll definitely be uh, keeping uh, my uh, my eyes peeled for that. Um, but as for are you out there? Dear listener, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I certainly did. And Dylan will be back. I'm sure we'll do an ep- another episode in the uh, in the coming months. Uh, we'll pick a topic that uh, we can deep dive into and uh, have, a, have a chat about. Now, his links to everything will be uh, with this podcast and uh, also be on the, uh, the website as well. Remember to like and share because that's how uh, we get to get the extra listeners and sort of grow a little bit and... Uh, also, I've added uh, onto the website. You can now uh, you can now buy me a coffee. So, on the if you look on the website and also on the podcast, uh, if you want to donate, you can do. If you uh, really love the episodes, but um, I've got to thank you again, Dylan, for coming on. And uh, well, until next time, dear listeners, speak to you soon. Mm-hmm.